0: It's Tuesday, January 31st, and this is Goodwill Talk Daily. Welcome back, everybody, to Goodwill Talk Daily. It's great to be with you today, and I want to thank you for joining me as we go through the book of Isaiah, actually in the shortest chapter in Isaiah today, uh, only six verses long. Actually, I don't know if it's the shortest, but it's one of the shortest in the book of Isaiah, Uh, but it really has something beautiful in it that I think we're going to enjoy. So let's dive in together and the month on a high note, I believe. uh, We are in Isaiah chapter 12, starting in verse one. In that day, you will say, I will praise you, Lord although you were angry with me your anger has turned away and you have comforted me surely god is my salvation i will trust and not be afraid the lord the lord himself is my strength and my defense he has become my salvation with joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation and that day you will say give praise to the lord proclaim his name make known among the nations what he has done and proclaim that his name is exalted. Sing to the Lord, for he has done glorious things. Let this be known to all the world. Shout aloud and sing for joy, people of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel among you. Wow. It's a call to worship. It's a it's a, an invitation to shout and sing praises to God, the God of our salvation. And I think there's something beautiful in this. Early in the chapter we hear, I'll praise you because here's why we're praising. Although you were angry with me, your anger has turned away and you have comforted me. The people of Israel knew the anger of the Lord. They'd been involved in idolatry. Their king, Ahaz, at one point, their king was even guilty of child sacrifice. It was wickedness, horror upon horror. And yet God's anger was not eternal. Why? Because he loved his people. And he turned his anger away from them that he might be their comfort. You know, when we think about our salvation, that's really what this verse this this chapter is about, right? Surely God is my salvation. I'll trust and not be afraid. When we think of our salvation, it's often taught and it, and it should be. It's important that we were first children of wrath. And then we became children of God. We teach that, but I think sometimes we don't internalize that. I think we forget what we've been saved from. Sin and injustice are worthy of the wrath of God. We don't like to talk about his anger or his wrath because it's uncomfortable, right? We, we want to talk about his love for us. We want to talk about his compassion to us. And that's true. He's shown that to us by saving us in Jesus Christ. But his wrath against sin is equally true. He hates sin. He finds wickedness an abomination. He hates it and he judges it by his holy and just wrath. How then does he turn his anger away from us and provide us comfort. He does so in Jesus Christ. You see, Jesus stood in the way. He received the wrath of God on our behalf. That's what the cross is. I often think of the cross as a a physical representation of an even deeper spiritual agony. I mean, the cross is brutal. He was brutalized. He was crucified. He died on that cross in one of the most agonizing ways that people can die, a person can die. But even more agonizing than that was the reception of Jesus on our behalf of the full wrath of God against sin. His full wrath, God's wrath against every sin you've ever committed, even that original one you're guilty of, the sin of Adam way back in the garden. All of that wrath poured out on Jesus Christ, who was your substitute, the sacrifice who died on your behalf. What love, what compassion. He saves us. He is our Savior. Surely God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. Why? Well, because of how Romans 8 begins. It's a famous beginning, but I want to read it to us just because I think it's important that we hear this time and time again. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. You have life you can trust in God. You no longer have to be afraid of His wrath because Jesus has received the wrath that was yours. He's received that on your behalf. He stood in the gap. He rescued you. He saved you. He died by experiencing the full wrath of God against your sin on your behalf. This is what the, this is what the Apostles' Creed means when it says that Jesus descended into hell. He experienced an eternity's worth of hell on your behalf, on my behalf. In fact, he experienced an eternity's worth of hell on behalf of every single person who puts their faith in him to be saved. Imagine this. Imagine the love Jesus has for you that he would undergo this for you. He was equal with God. And yet... He didn't see equality with God, a thing to be grasped, but because of his great love for us, he took on flesh. He dwelt among us. He took on the form of a servant even, and was obedient unto death, even death on a cross." for the joy set before him. He endured the cross despite the shame, despised the shame, and now because of what Jesus has done for us, it is true that every knee will bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. He has received his glory in full, and we receive it in Christ. Think of what Jesus did for you. It is not possible for us to meditate on Christ's death and resurrection too often every day we should give time to meditating on what he did for us he died for our sins that simple gospel message that we teach our children is true for us still today we don't grow out of it we don't get past it we don't go beyond it jesus died for my sins he experienced the wrath of god for my sins because he loves me and he loves you. Would we meditate on that together today? He is our salvation. And then after we meditate, would we draw water from the wells of salvation with joy? Would we be so filled with joy that we can't help but sing and shout his praises? Would we give praise to the Lord and proclaim his name? Would we make known among the nations what he has done? Would we be willing to share it far and wide? He saved me from my sin, and he can save you too if only you would put your faith in him. Sing to the Lord, brother and sister Christian, for he has done glorious things. Let this be known to all the world. Shout aloud and sing for joy, people of Zion, O Christian. For great is the Holy One of Israel, our God and Father among us. Oh, would we celebrate the grace of Jesus Christ, the sacrifice of Jesus Christ for us. He loves us. God loves you so much that Jesus died for you. Meditate on that, and would that meditation today lead you into worship, singing the praises of Jesus today? I pray that's so for you. Let's pray together. Father, thank you for sending Jesus to die for us. Thank you for forgiveness. Jesus, thank you for obediently, willingly going to the cross for me, for everyone listening, For everyone in this church who loves you, thank you. Oh Jesus, would we be so enamored with what you did for us that we cannot help but shout it to the nations. Call them close. You died for our sins. I should have died. I should have experienced that eternity in hell for my sin. And yet you experienced it for me that I might experience your joy your love, your glory. Thank you. Doesn't even come close to being enough. Thank you. We love you. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks so much for being with me today. I hope you do take a moment, worship the Lord, and I'll see you again tomorrow right back here. I think we'll talk daily.